0: welcome back to the expansion pack podcast where we download this week's content and bring it to you i'm your host denzel aka black ice eight joined by my amazing co-host as always starting off with manny aka goop master flex you already know how we do baby yeah (laughs) and of course we also have chris aka may 25th Welcome, welcome. How are you guys doing today? You
1: know, doing good as usual. Got some, got some great stuff
0: this week. You know, what dude, saying? we got a lot this week, man. This has been a a really <laughs> crazy week. A lot, lot going on. We had, of course, Cyberpunk released this week. That's the that's the megaton upon the industry. Of course, we also had the Game Awards this week as well, with a ton of announcements and uh, a lot of content that, of course, you know, we're going to talk to you about right now, but um, we're going to start off with our usual icebreaker here, Um, and it's actually uh, has a lot to do with the Game Awards. So, Chris, we'll let you take it away. Fellas, so if
2: y'all could think of a category to have on the Game Awards for an award that isn't currently there, what would it be? I'm going to need y'all to scrape The crevices of your (laughs) brains to figure this one out because you're gonna have to really think about this one. I know what you
1: mean. It's like, it is tough because there's like a lot nowadays, there's like a lot of categories for like different things nowadays. Like, they even go as low as to like, or like go out to like the streamer of the year or the content creator of the year. Um, well, me personally, I think what would be cool thing, I know they already have like best multiplayer game, but maybe they could go with something like best multiplayer map design, I feel like
2: you know, a lot of these multiplayer That's
1: games, a lot of these multiplayer games got some dope map designs that you know, kind of get forgot about because you know, obviously they, ain't you know, like shows spotlight you know, these creativities that these game designers uh, showcase for us for these multiplayer games, so like, I feel like maybe have like a little section for multiplayer map design or level design, so that, or, uh Or even just, like,
2: weapon customizations and
1: stuff like that. You know, just just, just the small things, you know what I'm saying? They got some small categories. I feel like they can get away with it.
2: I got a sub-question for you with that one, then. So, do you mean more of, like... hmm, How do I put this? Do you want to give more praise to the developers themselves in terms of, like, the map design? Or are you talking about just best overall map in, like, a specific PvP game? Are those two different things for you because they're kind of two different things for me I guess you could say
1: I know what you mean could just like
2: not care about giving credit to the devs or you could be like on some well I guess it's game direction at that point is it
1: yeah that's what I was gonna say you could kind of like you you might think that it's like yeah, it's kind of like in the same thing as art direction or game direction, game direction. or whatever but uh <laughs> you know maybe like not. Like maybe the map over layout and everything like that that makes the map like competitively good and stuff like that yeah. are like you know something connect, uh, competitively balanced like the best multiplayer balanced maps. So, so yeah. to say, I think
0: something I think like it that. is. It sounds like that would be adjacent to game design, but like I I that doesn't necessarily take away from the fact that that'd be a valuable topic, right? Like I think having a category specifically outlined for best multiplayer map or best multiplayer map design, I think would be a great idea. Um, I feel like there's a, I don't know how they would narrow it down. I think that's maybe where the issue might lie if there was to be an issue, but I still think like, there's a lot of value in that. I think that'd be a great idea. It'd be cool.
1: Maybe, maybe something towards like the the designers themselves, but yeah, something like that.
0: Like I said, okay. So, Uh I actually have two things <clears throat> I just came up Bro, with. You can't have two and then try to take one of mine. Like I mean, I, I don't. I kind of. I have a feeling it's not going to take one of yours, but you know, hopefully it isn't. Um, I think my first thing is I would like to see the return of uh, like game, uh, like best game on a particular console. So like PlayStation game of the year, Xbox game of the year, PC game mm. of the year, Switch game of the year. Like I would. I would like to see the return of that because I feel like that holds some value. Um, And then the other thing is like hardware of the year Uh, in the regards of. So like this year, the nominees would have been like, you know, obviously the Series X, the PlayStation 5, the uh, RTX 3090, like hardware that that's helped to take gaming you know for for consumers to like another level where i I think a couple years ago it would have been um the uh the elite controller 2 right like that probably Mm -hmm. would have been a nominee so i i would like to see a category like that as far as hardware that um you know we could all kind of praise a particular creator or developer around i think that'd be a really great idea
1: you know, I didn't think about Ooh. that. I remember they used to even have like Best Console of the Year, like yeah. where they just vote on like which console had. I, I know I took year. that
2: away, though.
0: Yeah, I, I know. Tell. Yeah, yeah, they had, yeah. They definitely took the that away war, for the console wars there. nonsense. Yeah, because it's it's just too toxic. So, I yeah. I, I wouldn't want to see that come back. But you know, at least having like hardware of the year in a in a very technical standpoint, um, I think that would be really interesting for the industry, at least.
2: Yeah, because something like that, I think the PS5 controller would be a big contender for Absolutely. that, you know what I mean? So that's that's pretty cool. For me personally, I wanted to see um, like I kind of want to see more of like an international dev of the year kind of thing. So like, not so much people who are rooted in the US, and I think we have a decent amount of like studios in Canada and a couple other places, but like, y'all telling me that there's not people somewhere in Africa trying to make a video game, or some people somewhere in like one of these other rural countries
0: mm. i know there's
2: people out there somewhere they just don't get a lot of shine
0: for mm. a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: and um i think that would be a really cool thing to get more people involved in that kind of stuff especially from some of them kind of like locations man nobody would think of a place like i don't know let's uh, nigeria i guess right well nigeria there's i know i know for a fact there's somebody in nigeria right now who's nice as hell at 2k I know for a fact, there's got to be at least one or two, you know? So it's just, I don't know. I just wish sometimes that you could see how gaming works more in other countries. You see how it affects the U S you see how it affects other more prominent, I guess, spoke about countries, but not so much like the other ones. I'd love to see how that works out there for sure. Mm. So that'd be me.
0: Yeah. So I guess my, my question to you would be like, What would that, what exactly would that category be? Just like international, you said game studio, game developer, game content Um, creator?
2: I would say, I mean, I guess you could kind of go on all those different avenues if you wanted to. Right. I was more tackling it from the developer standpoint. So just somebody who came up with the IP, but like mm
0: -hmm. not from the States or something like that. I get you. I mean, a lot of, I think that's tough because I don't think that game development is solely focused on the U S like, I don't even think in the sphere of like what we watched in the game awards, it's solely focused on the U S like obviously Japanese content creators, uh, or let me rephrase that Japanese game developers are highly praised, highly sought after. Um, I mean, obviously game development happens in the U S but I think it's such a small like niche in the U S as compared to like, there's a number of Japanese developers. There's a number of, developers in the uk there's a number of developers in france and in canada Um, basically that's ubisoft as a whole um Mm. hmm. but then you also have like cd project red who represents for poland and like i don't think that gaming is that centralized in the us as far as developers go so i'm i would be curious to think of how they could focus on those smaller countries like you're talking about. Like nobody, nobody's thinking about the fact that there's a developer in Nigeria developing a game, right? Like n- nobody's thinking about that. Um, so how do you like shine the light on those countries? Like shine the light on an, a developer in India, shine the light on, mm. I don't know, a developer somewhere in Mexico. Like, right, yeah, like, yeah, definitely those countries that don't get talked about. And I don't know if it, like international game developer of the year would work i feel like they would have to find a different like i feel like that's almost an impossible task because international game developer of the year like you could i don't know there's so many different people you could throw in there because there are so many different people from all over the country like the the high tier developers are still in france the high tier developers are still in tokyo and so on and so forth so i guess indie developer of the year would typically end up falling in that category but then it's like you have to like
2: fight yeah, through everybody from the States and stuff. And that, that it's like right. broad when you say it that way. So right. it's like, yeah, I don't know how to word it. I don't, I don't know. Um,
0: I think it's an interesting idea. And I get, I get the idea that you're coming at. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm just yeah. like brainstorming myself. Like, how do you like, how do you narrow that down enough? And I think they do a decent, a pretty good job of trying to showcase like all these different um, cultures and whatnot. Cause you know, they, they obviously had the, uh, what was it called? Future. Oh man. What it, Future class and they you could tell they were trying to show off a lot of different um esports people, developers, content creators from different places. I remember they were showing off uh esports team at Morehouse and a lot of the the historic black colleges. I mean, still that's obviously focused more in the US, but even still that's a story that doesn't really get talked about a lot in the US alone is the fact that, you know, historically black colleges Um, have esports teams? Nobody knows that. I mean, people don't necessarily even know that colleges have esports as like a an elective too. So, I think they try. I don't. I don't know. I feel like that's that's a tough one, but it's an interesting conversation for sure. I definitely feel yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Anybody else got any other categories? I know we all went through a couple of ours. Anybody else think of anything?
1: I mean, like I said, it's pretty hard to like think of these new categories. So I think I think I'm fine with what I
2: said.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm yeah. Oh, well, as always, we definitely gotta shout out Jeff Keeley for uh putting on a good show and, and yeah, you know. Uh, I think the thing that and we, we obviously uh if if you didn't get a chance to check out, we were doing a, a live co stream of the Game Awards. You know, that's still up on our YouTube channel if you wanna check it out and see some of our our uh live reactions to what was going on. Um but I have to say one of the things that I really loved about the show and we talked about it um, in the co-stream was how much the focus was more on the games and the new game announcement that they had coming out as opposed to like, you know, the actual awards part. Like I feel like it was really just a game showcase and then an award show second. second. Uh, I really loved the way that it all panned out. So
2: yeah, I agree. Yeah. But agree, yeah. Um, but, I 100% agree.
0: yeah. Got to say shout out to uh, the Last of Us Part Two for winning Game of the Year. That was uh, something we all we didn't we didn't all agree on the Game of the Year nominees, but we all agreed that that was going to be Game of the Year. So you know we hit hit the nail right on the head there. <laughs> uh, but aside from you know the ones that we agreed on or disagreed on, in my opinion, there were a couple. Surprises as far as winners of the game awards went, um, you know, I will, you know, we call them snubs for lack of a better term. Some games that I think deserve the win, deserve the reward, but they didn't get it. Um, did you guys have any in mind? Any that you could think of? Yeah, you know, many. Uh, oh, go ahead.
1: Want, uh, I was gonna, say, I was gonna say, you know, I was surprised that uh, No Man's Sky won best ongoing game because usually that's like the game Fortnite always wins. Why are you out there smiling? You know you you want me to say Animal Crossing. That's what you want me to say, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was surprised. Uh, I was surprised because I was like, you know, No Man's Sky. Like I, you know, me personally, I didn't even know that game was still like relevant to this day. So that makes me want to like hop in and just try that game out because I never really touched it. And then uh, you already know. You guys might think this is a snub, but shout out to Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Y'all doubted me in the podcast. I knew that junk was going to win best sports game of the year.
0: <laughs> I actually don't think that's a snub. I'm I'm perfectly fine with that game-winning sports game of the year. I think the conversation really just leveraged around the fact that you're acting like you're not a 2K fan. So
1: <laughs> I told you. I, I, I enjoy Tony Hawk Pro Skater. From- I, def- I definitely for Tony Hawk Pro Skater over next Gen 2K. <laughs> definitely. Okay, uh, I need
2: to see you playing that on the red. Yeah, for I real. You don't be seeing it. Don't see I you playing see that it. at hey, all. Y'all, y'all just on be missing. I'm saying y'all be all. You know, don't, don't be online at the right time.
0: I played that with you once, 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 and that yeah, was that's,
1: it. That's you playing with me. That's just me me playing with me. You know. what I'm saying? I
0: mean, you you've probably played that three times total.
1: No, I haven't. I beat the whole game and everything.
0: All right. Anyways, moving on. Chris, you gotta you gotta snub.
2: Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, best RPG? Get the fuck mm. out of here. Mm. Get the hell out of here. Mm. <laughs> that, that's the one that Final Fantasy one, right? Yep. Over Genshin? Nah. Yep. nah. yep. Nah. They out here with that one. That was the worst one of the nights. <laughs> I think that was the one that had me when we were doing it, and I was like... Because <laughs> we joked about it, but yeah. like, man, I didn't really think...
0: I didn't I didn't think it, I didn't think it was gonna get it either, but yeah, some The Final Fantasy Love is real, man. The Final Fantasy Love is real. It's it's amazing. Um you know, funny enough, you I think you guys ended up taking the two that I, I had my eye on. Uh but I think the other one that had me a bit shocked was the best community support that ended up going to Fall Guys. Mm, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Man, Fall Guys deserved it. I don't want to hear over, that.
0: Destiny? Over, over Destiny? Over Apex? Know, over Fortnite? Like, best community support? I mean... I don't I'm know, ju- I'm
1: perfectly fine with it. I think y'all just buy because y'all Destiny well, you got, uh, If you're perfectly
2: fine with it, Bro, I need you to come at me like, a, an that, actual point. So seriously. To why you're fine. Because I don't understand.
0: Also, you got to stop talking about <laughs> us being Destiny fans. That Like, I literally just said Apex... Like Fortnite, like all those games have better much better community support like this is another one of those situations where you out here tap dancing and capping like what <laughs> like what what's going on mandy i don't get me wrong I, fall guys i I think they're great i I enjoy their community engagement on Twitter and all that stuff they're really funny, they do funny things, whatever what have you, but when you compare it to the fact that you know we've talked about this before, but destiny they're constantly talking to their players. They always have a, you know, a, a TWAB every week um, outlining what they what they plan on doing, what's going on in the community. Um, if you look at Apex, you know, they're con- how consistent they are with uh, talking to the community, having different seasons, so on and so forth. Uh, I mean, even even Valorant, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I I feel like when you talk about community support, it can't just be okay. We're up on Twitter, and we're talking about okay, like the games had issues on launch. Okay, so we're talking to people on Twitter and telling them that game has issues. Bear with us, and then we're cracking jokes with Tim, Tim the Tatman, or whatever the heck his name is. Like, that's great, but is that community support?
1: I mean, the engagement with the community. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs>
2: I have a question for Randy. All right,
1: uh, go ahead, go ahead, go
2: ahead. Do you know the names of the community managers or whatever for Fall Guys? Because the one thing I I'll don't say play about Fall
0: Guys. guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> why are you repping it so hard? <laughs>
2: I'm just chill. <joking. laughs> I know Fall Guys is
1: going to win. I feel like just everybody guys, plays
2: but dope their community managers, off by, by first name damn near, or not even my first name, but whatever their handle is on their social media. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Cosmo, everybody knows DMG, everybody knows Deej, and we all know the guys who you reach out to, and it almost makes you feel like you know them on a personal level, because that's how they respond to you, kind of like on Reddit and whatever. Like, dude, I don't know, man. Uh, between the games that Danzo mentioned and Destiny specifically, I'm very shocked as well that they didn't get that, but yeah, I don't know, maybe Fall Guys is really out here just sending out, uh, you know, emails to all their users every day saying good morning or something. I, I I don't know.
0: I mean, I follow their account. Like I don't I don't see anything that rivals Destiny 2. I mean, I'm going to be honest, taking it away from even the nominees that are there, right? Um, you know, we don't play it as much anymore, but uh, the Division 2 was a game that, you know, we were playing pretty consistently. Those developers still to this day are very communicative. Every week Um, They have a a live stream talking about, yeah, yeah, every Mm -hmm. week or two weeks or something on those lines. They have a live stream. They're communicating with the community like that is really great community support. And I get that the Division two isn't really like a, you know, a a game that's set in the world on fire right now. But when we're talking about community support, you know, like I feel like when we talk about community support, we can't just put in games that are like the hotness right now. Right. We have to give credit where credit's due in that regard. And Fall Guys, you know, cracking jokes on Twitter. I don't know if that's it.
1: Hey, the people who voted think, think so. You
0: know, I mean, I again, I, uh, I think it's, I yeah. think that one is just a, another popularity contest, right? Like, which of these games is the newest and, and the hottest right now? Fall Guys and Valorant. So. Those are the those are the two that are gonna people are gonna vote on. Like they don't know anything about the community support in those games, and they're just gonna be like, "Well, I like Fall Guys." Like, I and don't get me wrong. Like I said, I think Fall Guys gets deserves all the credit that it's gotten in the other categories. I think it won. What was it? Best Best Family? No, not no, Best was Family. Animal
1: Crossing. It was animal
0: Crossing. They won another category,
1: right? Yeah. I don't think so. I think that was the only one they won.
0: Mm, but that's why. <laughs> that's probably why Sheesh,
1: let, let them live let them live
0: i mean they're living just fine they got they got their shine they got a whole announcement in the exactly. game awards and all that jazz True. yeah
1: they, they got the, they got the thing going they also. got their
0: time i mean like i said i i enjoy the game i like it it's got my my critique has nothing to do with whether i like the game or not i mean that it's just realistically how it is like the community yeah, support yeah. that i've seen from that game does not rival the the competition in that category as far as nominees or other games that didn't even get nominated. So, I think that was kind of a weird one, but it is what it is.
1: Hey, it is what it is. The community has spoken.
0: The community has spoken. <laughs> uh, and well, anyways,
1: Crossing, I want to give it to you. I mean, the, the,
0: the, the community <laughs> has spoken. I mean oh, that, that, that that didn't even come um close to what was it the uh they had like their that gamer choice award that they had yeah the the round robin where they basically went through and like eliminated different games that didn't even make it to the final five so the community has spoken not game of the year worthy (laughs)
2: not
0: game of the year worthy (laughs) great game great game of the moment you know it it had its shine but game of the year it, it was not and the like you said the people spoke moving on to uh moving on to something else here so as we talked about you know fall guys got an announcement we saw a ton a ton a ton of game announcements at the game awards um a lot of really good stuff that i know we were all excited about as it was coming through but which announcement had you the most excited i i'm sure anyone who watched the stream knows my answer but (laughs) chris i'm gonna start off with you man which uh which game had you the most excited
1: Oh, me? Oh, Chris,
2: Chris, Chris. uh, Oh, me? Oh, my bad. I ain't here. For me, easily Crimson Desert. That's the only trailer that I went back and watched several times over. Man, oh, man. Like, dog, I'm getting a dragon. I'm about to burn down some villages. I'm about to be stealing stuff. Like, Brit, I cannot wait for this game to come out. It looks like (laughs) Skyrim meets Ghost of Tsushima in terms of some of the angles that they had with certain scenes and the grass blades and all the beauty and stuff that they put in the backgrounds, yeah, that game looked fire, bro. That game looked dumb fire. I'm yeah. ready for it.
0: I definitely have to say it yeah. did look beautiful. Absolutely beautiful.
2: That,
1: that, that game was probably like the sleeper of the show because you know, everybody probably oh, like man. turned their attention to like all these other big titles. like You know, got the new Mass Effect trailer, Dragon Age, which you, you know, thought I would have said Mass
2: Effect too because I'm such a massive Mass Effect fan. I gotta forgot about the game. It was like, a teaser, though. You can't really get that hype off of it, you know. Yeah. Like, it's just a tease. Kidding,
1: man. <laughs> that shit, man, That game was lit, though. Like we were all just like, all just yeah. Like, we oh, were,
0: we're all, all, all just kind of sitting there like, what lit? is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, they killed it. <laughs> okay. They definitely killed it with that one.
1: But like yeah. me personally, though, I'm excited for the Kalisto Protocol. That game. With the creators of Death Space behind it, oh my goodness, like, I'm just excited for another nice scary game with the same creators of Death Space, and just, like, supposedly supposed to be, like, the scariest game of all time kind of feeling, which, you know, I better get scared and, like, be to the point of me not being able to beat it, because, you know, I always get scared playing these scary games, but, like, the game just looked amazing, it gave me Death Space vibes, like, I remember watching it, my initial reaction when I saw, like, the thing in the back of his head, I was like, this definitely reminds me of Dead Space just because of that, like, yep. itself, detail, and everything like that. It just had that feeling. So, I'm definitely excited for that. Um, and then the Back for Blood, that game, you know, another um game where, like, this is, the, you know, the previous creators of, like, Left 4 Dead, when they decided to make their own new studio because Valve probably didn't want to make another Left 4 Dead, so they did their Back for Blood. That game as well. You know, huge Left 4 Dead fan, so can't wait to you know hopefully get into the alpha this upcoming week and be able to try that out as well
0: yeah man i uh i also signed up for the alpha definitely trying to get in there because ah, i need me some left for dead in my life and uh yeah it, that so clearly <laughs> a left for dead successor a spiritual successor that um yeah i'm super excited for that but of course my game that had me the most excited was perfect dark oh my god i've been waiting so long to, for this game to come back or like to, to hear something about it because it's been yeah. rumored for quite a while that you know of course microsoft put together the initiative the uh their uh, quadruple a studio to uh to put together something that's supposed to rival god of war supposed to rival um horizon zero dawn as far as storytelling and, and, you know, high, high quality games, that's at least that's what that's what Microsoft said as far as the, their intent to establish that studio. And that's why they use the term quadruple A. I guess in their minds, they look at God of War and, and Horizon Zero Dawn as quadruple A titles. And I would have to agree. Um, so, yeah, that, that's the whole purpose of A Perfect Dark. And, you know, it looks like based off of the little interview that they had uh Put together before they actually re- revealed the teaser. It looks like they're looking for the game to be more than just your average shooter. Sounds like they want to incorporate some different mechanics in there. I am super, super, super excited about it. I loved playing Perfect Dark back on the sixty four. love the weapons. The the game just felt extremely unique. You know, <clears throat> back then it was made by Rare, and uh, came out right around the same time as a game that a lot of people loved in their childhood, which was Golden Goldeneye. And it basically had the feel of Goldeneye, but with really unique and different uh, weapons. You know, I remember there was this one alien weapon that lets you shoot through the wall in the multiplayer. Like, it used to piss people off when you got it in the game. But uh, it was just amazing. That game was absolutely amazing. I can't wait for it to come to next gen. Um, and, yeah, hopefully we'll see it sooner rather than later. Dope, dope.
1: Yeah, yeah I definitely yeah. wait to try it out. You know, I'm excited. Yes, I played a little bit of Perfect Dark with the rare replay collection they had a couple years back, mm. but I never get to really like fully play it and fully experience it when it came out back in the good old days before I was
2: born. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It probably was before you <laughs> we were born. <laughs> I
1: wanted to be surprised.
2: Yo, all uh, right, so my question for you guys based on that. Is it um do you guys think it's a sequel? Do you guys think it's a remaster, or do you guys
0: think it's like a reboot? I think it's a reboot. Altogether.
1: I'd be perfectly fine with a reboot because, like I said, I ain't played the old ones back in the day, so...
0: Yeah. I think it yeah. has to be a reboot, right? Because it's definitely not a remaster because from what we saw from the, the trailer, the story doesn't seem to be, have anything to do with what the original game had to do with. It seems like there's some new tech. It seems like they're keeping the, the idea of technology being a focal part of the world because apparently there's some new technology in the world that's changed the way... Our climate is designed, so like I think, like right in the very beginning of the trailer, you see like the world kind of shifting, where like the clouds are moving, and certain aspects of the world look to be a little bit post-apocalyptic, and other p- places seem to be just fine. So like there clearly seems to be some sort of uh, shift in the on the earth that changes the way everything is panned out, and I guess you're just kind of going into. I don't know, save the world or change it back or God knows where we're going with that, but it definitely looks like a reboot. And it they need needed to be a reboot because it's been so long since we've seen that IP. It's been so dormant. I know they came out with a, a version of the game on um Xbox three sixty that did not go over well at all. Um mm-hmm. so you know, they could basically blank that out of their minds. And now we're looking at a game that's been dormant for basically twenty years, so crazy. Crazy yeah, can't
2: yeah, crazy.
0: wait. <clears throat> and it's Super it's good cool. to see Microsoft do things like this though because you know, think about it, they have so many IP just sitting there, right? Like they own Rare. Rare has made tons of great games like from you know my childhood and Chris I'm sure your Childhood too. Like mm-hmm. so they have so many IPs just kinda sitting there, like Conker's, you know, Perfect Dark, um Banjo, like mm-hmm. they've got those IPs sitting there. It's it's Exciting to see them finally starting to do something with it. So, yeah, yeah, sure. I can't wait. I can't wait. Sure. But, yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of Microsoft and, and the dormant IPs, not necessarily as dormant as Perfect Dark, but we got a, a nice update on Halo this week, right, Manny? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what we've finally been waiting for. So, yeah, tell us about it, man. What's going on with Halo,
1: man? About damn time. The only sad news is this is coming fall 2021. But <laughs> other than that, you know, I was reading upon the article, long article, you know, re- uh, freshened up my reading skills. <laughs> but um, it was long. Yeah, I was reading upon it and I was, uh, I guess, somebody named uh, Joseph, Joseph Staten, uh, you know, came back to the team in the summer where, um, you know, right after the whole disaster of the xbox showcase uh not the showcase itself but like the halo uh gameplay trailer where people were making fun of the graphics uh met our buddy craig the brute that had no facial expression right here um (laughs) so like obviously that had to be work done with the art team um joseph has been a part of uh the bungee team that worked with combat Evolved, 2 3 and odst also reach so um you know, having that kind of experience where obviously those Halo games, the art design was great, the games looked amazing, spectacular, uh, for what it was at its time. So it's great to see, um, what they're talking about with how they're like basically freshening it up. Um, the July demo was supposed to uh showcase the <laughs> gameplay, and other people took it as like you know, the graphics look so outdated, so it's a good thing they kind of like you know, took this time to push back the game again because we're supposed to, like, I guess, get it early 2021 or, like, springtime, but, you know, them to actually taking the time, uh, making sure that the game, you know, looks and feels like next-gen, working with, like, the the shadows and, like, the features that you would get with, like, the ray tracing and everything like that. We also got some great screenshots. Uh, The game honestly looks amazing. Um, Can't wait to be able to see a little bit more of gameplay um instead of just a screenshot side but like yeah. i said the graphics look good they said our boy craig got a makeover you know get some facial <laughs> expressions with also hairstyles and hairdos and all that kind of stuff shout out to craig the brute uh you won't be forgotten uh but <laughs> also and they also talked about some multiplayer stuff um we all know halo um Infinite multiplayer is going to be free to play, which is a big W on Xbox part, um, you know. And if you have Game Pass, I'm sure the camp uh, the campaign will be also free as well for Game mm-hmm. Pass owners. So uh, he talked about how like the customization is going to be like big, and it's not going to be like anything where it's like loot box related. They completely shut that down, thankfully, as well as he talked about how. It's not going to be something that you feel like is a huge chore. You're not going to be spending countless hours that you don't have just to get this one skin that's only there for a limited time. They're saying that people be able to work on their own pace, which is good because I'm a slow gamer when it comes to like trying to earn my weight and completing these challenges and stuff like that. So I don't have to worry about like falling behind on like a season pass, for example, which I'm sure they might have a season pass. They didn't really say anything about it. And they also didn't mention that, yeah, they're not gonna have loot boxes, but they're gonna also have like those high tier like skins and stuff like that that you do um buy, which is understandable for a free-to-play game. Yeah. I ain't complaining too much. But um also like how they mentioned that the customization is gonna be like Halo Reaches. And we all know Halo Reach customization with the Spartan armor, uh the fact that they had like pretty much you able to customize to every little detail the helmet, the shoulder pads, and then the arms, the knee pads. So they mentioned that it's going to be back in the game, as well. So um, I'm, real excited. Um, I think even this like little piece that they gave us about the multiplayer and graphics has got me, you know, wanting more Halo. I, I-, I want more Halo. I need it.
0: I agree. I agree. I, uh, <clears throat> I I was saying this, you know, the day that it got released, but I, I noticed that Microsoft loves to te- uh, loves to release bad information or like information that may have people's feathers ruffled a little bit through like blogs and whatnot. Um, You know, like slipping in there that it's going to be released in (laughs) holiday 2021 is like, like everybody's like, damn, come on. Cause we we all, we all were really hoping that, you know, okay. It got pushed back. Like we'll get a pushback to spring, maybe summer, but to have to wait a whole nother year, it hurts a little bit, but you know, if it's for the best, you know, Halo is a franchise that, you know, we've talked about on the podcast. It cannot afford to fail at this point. It's very much synonymous with Xbox. They need it to be successful. Um, So, you know, if they have to push it back to next year to make sure that everything is right, uh, you know, graphically, it it seems like that was really the main focus, you know, based off of what uh, Joe Staten wrote in the, In the blog post there, it seems like graphics were the main focus. It seemed like the game was pretty much ready to ship, you know, from a a technical standpoint um, and from a story standpoint. It seemed like the game was pretty much ready to go, but they needed some more time to refine the graphics, make sure there weren't any little bugs you know fix up our boy craig which they very specifically (laughs) (laughs) mentioned in the in the blog which i think was funny shout out to craig he'll forever be a a halo meme now which is i mean it's it's kind of funny because you know sometimes you have these hiccups but if you can turn them into that like a meme that stays fresh in people's minds it's it's free publicity right so uh yeah i'm i'm excited for it i'm i'm i cannot wait for halo i love halo just man. as much as I love some perfect dark. So, yeah. I'm
1: pumped. I mean, I'm, we're all, I'm sure we're all sad that it got pushed back because, like, we heard rumors of, so you know, spring, but, like, you know, it, it could have, like, a good out- outcome, you know, like how Sonic mm-hmm. movie had, like, their backlash, but ended up making it into, like, a positive, like, outcome with their movie. So,
0: yeah.
1: I'm, uh,
0: Yeah, Chris, Chris, chime in, man. What, what are you thinking about this? I know you're not yeah. as much of a Halo uh, uh, connoisseur as no, us, no, but... I'm
2: just. I'm I'm okay with the pushback. I mean, especially considering probably where we're gonna go in the next topic. But uh, I'm I'm okay with people taking their time to make the game right. For me, this was probably gonna be my big toe dipping into the water for Halo, 'cause I tried to play the older games with you and I I, I just couldn't get through them because they were just older. But like, I'm looking forward to hopefully this being something that captures me. I definitely am looking forward to seeing how the multiplayer works because I don't know why I don't know, like the last three four years I don't know where I'm a PvP player and I just be out here trying to shoot people. I don't know where <laughs> that happened. I don't know what happened, but I mean, I'm trying to get in there and uh, you know clap it up. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, they I, I think more devs and more studios and stuff should do this kind of thing. If you know your stuff ain't right and you have a reputable IP, like this ain't no. This ain't no little game, you know what I mean this is this is halo, you know what I mean this is the same as though like imagine if Mario came out with a game and it was like half shot like, they wouldn't Nintendo wouldn't put out uh yeah, half exactly on Mario game, it wouldn't. exactly, you know, <clears throat> so it has to be right, and yeah, take as much time as you need. I know a lot of people are waiting on it, people are I think a lot of people are also waiting on it to give their full review of the Xbox, even though that's kind of crazy to say that people are waiting for a game to give a review on the hardware. Yeah. But I feel like people are talking like a lot of people are waiting for Halo to really give their true judgment on the series. X. So.
0: Yeah. I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense because. Yeah. To me. You know, the the way I view it, the the way that you really review a new piece of hardware, a new generation of system is by the first party content. Right. So the, the very first piece of first party content that we were introduced to with the Xbox series X was Halo. And that was supposed to be the launch title. That was supposed to be the showcase of the system. So, you know, obviously we've talked about it before. It not being in the launch lineup hurts big time. You look at the other side of the aisle. You look at PlayStation 5. You look at the fact that they have Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's a showcase of the system. It's a way for them to showcase the controller. It's a way for them to showcase the ray tracing and the, the improved CPU and all that jazz. And that's really what we wanted to see out of out of Halo for the Series X. We know, you know, on paper, we know the Series X is a monster, right? We know that it is, <clears throat> you know, on paper, the most powerful console out there. But what we really need is the, the software to show off, you know, what makes it so powerful. And, and yeah, hey, Halo is definitely something we need. And I, I can't wait. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait for Microsoft to start put, pushing out some more first party content as well, because uh, the fact that. You know, that's the other thing that kind of sucks about this being released next year is we thought that, okay, if it comes in the spring, it'll still be within the launch window and we'll still, you know, get a chance to see what what it's about. But now we don't know what kind of first party content we're going to be getting from Microsoft from now until then. Like we're seeing all the new stuff that they're doing. We're seeing all the deals that they're making. You know, they're making great moves, but we still don't see the the games coming in the near future. And that's the thing that, you know rides on halo i guess for now yeah sure.
1: well i just hope it don't take like another you know seven years like cyberpunk nah, ain't gonna do <laughs> that, it's not man. it's definitely
0: not gonna be like that but yeah i mean i i think I, I think based off of what we've seen from cyberpunk and of course like we said we'll get into it in a moment but based off of what we've seen from cyberpunk i'm okay with them taking some time if they need to take more time it's perfectly fine by me it it We just want it. You know, that's all it is. We want it. But at the same time, we want it to be good when it comes. So if they have to take time to make it good, make it not buggy, make it look beautiful, make sure that Craig, you know, is is all ready to go. He's got his makeup on. He's ready, you know, ready for prime time. I'm perfectly fine with that. But, you know, for now, we'll wait it out. We'll wait it out. We'll see what we can do. You know, I mean, the, the fact that we do have cyberpunk. Helps a little bit, <laughs> you, you know, flaws and all. It's definitely a really yeah. robust game. So, you know, well, of course, we'll, we'll dive into that now. It's it's the the game of the moment right now. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's playing it. Um, I'll let you guys, you know, start it off here. Manny, what, what are you thinking about Cyberpunk so far?
1: I mean, it's a good game. I, you know, like story good. Uh, obviously, I won't get too too much, because we don't want to spoil anything, of course, for the people watching, as mm-hmm. well as Chris, because he barely played it.
0: Yeah, we're going to keep it spoiler-free today, for sure.
1: Um, I mean, this is, I am kind of disappointed with the amount of bugs I've been experiencing. Honestly, you know, like you might say, it's to be expected with a game that comes out, you're bound to find bugs or everything like that. But it just starts to question, like... Is this game, like, even made for last gen? Because, like, you know, fortunately for us, uh, you know, I play it on Xbox Series X, but I'm guessing they tailored it to the One X, where it's like, you got the performance, and then you got the... the quality um, mode. The other, yeah, quality mode. Mm-hmm. For PlayStation, they don't get that. And it's like, you know, and if you have the original Xbox, though, the game, I don't think the game runs in 1080p as is, And I heard the game just doesn't look the greatest on that regular Xbox. So like it just got me thinking it's like, should it just have made it tailored for the next gen system instead of trying to push these for the last gen consoles? Like I understand they announced it seven, eight years ago for the last gen console and they finally released it, but I'm just starting to think that maybe they should have just made it strictly just for the next gen systems because I heard on PC it looks amazing. Um with the ray tracing and everything like that. But on the console side, we have to deal with the, the last gen versions because we don't have an Xbox series X or S enhanced or the PS five version. And like everybody says, if you go on the internet right now and you see everybody complaining about the bugs that you get from cyberpunk. So, um, I mean, personally, you know, despite the bugs and everything like that, it is a great game. I do enjoy the gameplay. The gunplay feels great. Uh, I do try sneaking around um, sometimes as well, but I do have trouble because they, you know, they always catch me for some reason. I mean, I am a big guy, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. I mean, other than that, the bugs bugs really do affect the gameplay sometimes, though. Like, I just wish sometimes, like, it just, I don't know, man. The bugs.
0: Yeah, well, <clears throat> bugs. I mean, they'll um, they'll continue to to update and fix it and whatnot, but. Yeah, I feel I
1: sure mean, you on that. It's just like, you know, they pushed it back another 3 weeks and then like they say, "Oh, the game's done." <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? You know, yeah. if you know without the extra 3 weeks, I wonder how bad it could have been with the bugs and everything like that. That's
0: what I was going to say. You know, it was supposed to come out back in what, February of this year? What happened if it came out then? What would that look like? Yeah. You know. Yeah, boom. <laughs>
1: Like I heard, nah, it got it, it, it couldn't possibly
0: where, look like Anthem. <laughs> it's not possible. I
1: heard, I heard it got bad to the point where like now their stock is starting to go down a lot because of all these negative reviews with the bugs. Eh, I I don't worry about it. Mean, yeah, got, I, they, got, I, they, got their, they got their money though. They got their money. They saw eight million units, I believe. So they
0: they go with the money. Yeah, that I, so, I I'm not really sure why their stock would take a hit like that. Cause, eh, well, Chris, I'll let you I'll let you give your impressions. I got I got a lot to say, so i do not uh, to
2: take too much time. So. I, like they said before, like Manny stated, I have not played the game much. I have not even gotten really past the character customization screen. Um, your boy's been busy. You know what I mean? We had our draft yesterday. Uh, longest draft in NBA Fantasy League history. Went on for about five hours, just in case y'all need some context. <laughs> um, technology sucks. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then the night before that, I wanted to get into it. I just, I just haven't gotten a chance to sit down and dive in, but I'm going to do that today. Um, but I've been watching streams. I've been watching, in, in small doses, is like Jack Fries. He put up a three-hour stream the other day. I only watched like fifteen minutes of it because I was like, I don't want to spoil too much for myself. Yeah, but I need to see what the game looked like. You know what I mean? And um, the general consensus that I can come up with from what I've been seeing is like it basically is the same as one of my boys, my coworker. I recently converted him to Xbox from the evil clutches of Sony. And uh, he texted me the other day, I think it was two days ago, and I asked him what his review on the game was. And he goes, because he hadn't come to work that day, I think he had PTO, and he goes, "Uh, so the game is completely fucking broken. Uh, They should have definitely waited a whole another year for the game to come out and cook it a little bit more. But I was up until 4 o'clock in the morning last night, and I'm still completely obsessed with it. And I just woke up. And it was like 3 p.m. in the afternoon when he hit me back. And I was like, damn. <laughs> so, I like, cause I've never heard that kind of review for a video game before where it's so fucking broken, but it's so good underneath, under all the brokenness, that I will still sit here and deal with all this crap. That's interesting to me. Because to me, that, that's not how Anthem people. Intimate people, like, this is broken, and then there's no content. <laughs> so why playing it, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So when Cyberpunk has the most content... So that's not an issue here. It's just a matter of getting through the crap to get to it. Um, So, yeah, again, I haven't really played it much, but I do believe with my heart of hearts that this is going to be a game that right now is going to have a little bit of bumps and bruises, but five, six months, maybe a year from now, we will not be talking about any of this stuff anymore, I don't think. And, um, yeah, like Manny said, I don't think they really optimized it for the last-gen consoles. Yeah, from what some of the stuff I've been seeing, some of the screenshots, they look wild. You got cats out here T posing like this. You got you got cats out here because you know they let you do your genitalia and stuff in the game. Sometimes I've been seeing genitalia don't stay behind your clothing. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like I'm seeing some wild stuff man. <laughs> like these are like it's funny, they're almost like bugs like that remind me of um like fallout type bugs. Well, like some of the bugs weren't really game breaking, but they were just sometimes they make you laugh because it'd be like, "Bro, what is this?" Yeah, um, and they're more annoying than anything else. Like you don't really think like they're gonna mess up anything. Whereas with Anthem froze a couple times, I almost thought my console bricked. Whereas with this, I read somebody else; he was saying that, um, you know, the bugs for him are annoying because you'll have NPCs or characters that you're doing a mission with, and it's a very, very pivotal cutscene that's happening, and because a bug will happen. You know, you got a character flopping his arms or looking wild or something during the middle of a cutscene and it kind of ruins the experience for somebody who's, you know, there for the story. So, yeah, I know it's in a little bit of a rough spot right now, but I truly, I don't worry about this game. I think this game is going to really hit a stride in a couple months, especially when they add whatever that multiplayer thing is that they're talking about. Yep. And they, you know, (laughs) release the next-gen versions and stuff. Mm -hmm. This game going to be straight. Mm -hmm. This is going to be the game that paves the way for a lot of new games. Trust.
0: Trust. Absolutely. I uh yeah I think you hit hit the nail right on the head Chris especially um the analysis that your coworker gave where the game I don't I don't think it's absolutely broken I, I I would say it's 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 got its bugs but I'm still absolutely in love with the game it's just a ton of fun um I love the story that's panning out so far I think the game is extremely immersive but I, one thing I thought was interesting, and I'd heard a couple of people say like, "Oh, like it, the game isn't a, isn't as immersive on console," and yada yada yada. Um, come to find out, you know, today's um, Digital Foundry they released a like analysis video. They do amazing work over there. Check them out if you guys have a chance. Uh, but yeah, Digital Foundry basically did this video comparing the PlayStation Five and the uh, Series X and S versions of the game. Basically, what they concluded was that the PlayStation 5 version of the game uh, only runs at 60 frames. It only runs in performance mode, whereas the Series S and X versions of the game have the quality and the performance mode. The performance mode on PlayStation 5 stays locked at 60 frames, generally speaking, Um the Xbox versions, the next gen Xbox versions tend to dip below 60 frames a lot more or more often, not a lot more, but more often than the PlayStation 5. But the Xbox version of the game has double the detail. So there's more NPCs walking around, there's more traffic on the road. Um, and I and I basically where I'm getting at with this is that somebody mentioned how less immersive the game was on console come to find out they were actually talking about the playstation version of the game and when you're for me when i'm walking around night city like the very first thing i thought to myself when i saw this game or while i was playing the game was how immersive it was uh i like i'm walking around and there's just a ton of npcs i'm like you know moving between people like there's it's a living breathing city for me on my xbox and it's kind of a shame to think that somebody who be playing it on PC won't be getting as much fidelity or you know, in regards to the immersion of NPCs in the world, cars driving around. Like, they showed a side-by-side comparison, and it, it looked empty on PlayStation, which I think is crazy. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, we're basically getting two completely different experiences. And yeah, it's great that PlayStation's getting their 60 frames, whatever what have you, but I would much rather you know, have it dip below 60 every once in a while and have the game be a lot more immersive. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm fortunate compared to most people, like my monitor has free sync, so it can uh, kind of compensate for the drop frames. Like it'll stay locked at 60 because of my monitor. So I won't notice it. But even still, I'd rather have that immersion in the game where I see more NPCs and more people to interact with and more things to do as compared to PlayStation, like losing half of that fidelity. That's crazy. You know, like, To me, I feel like if that's the situation that you're going through, you probably should have just pushed the game back a little bit more and just said, hey, this is a next gen only game and leave it at that. Um, I I do think that when the next gen um, upgrades come next year. It's going to be a godsend, right? Like the game, the game will transform. We know how CD Projekt Red does things based off of what we've seen from The Witcher, The Witcher, when it first came out, very similar situation. Uh, it was extremely buggy people kind of trashed it for a bit you know they knew there was still a good story under there but it did not get anywhere near the level of praise that it now has when it first came out and that just was cd project red cranking over time optimize the game here add an expansion pack optimize here optimize 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 like that game looks completely different like what, what was it like five or six years ago um, that it came out and like right now that that game's considered a masterpiece. So the fact that the game is in the state that it's in and is still getting nines and eights and whatever and we know that there's a lot more that can get cranked out of that game like when it when they come out with the series X updates and we get ray tracing finally and you know we get a, a stable 60 frames and the multiplayer comes out and we get more expansion packs and so on and so forth man that game is going to be something else it already is it, it it's already amazing so i don't think that it's necessarily a revolutionary game because i don't think it's done anything that i've seen so far to push the medium forward like i like You know, when certain games come out, like when a Rockstar game comes out and they implement a certain mechanic, it's like, you know, that mechanic is going to be in every game from here on out, right? Like Gears of War back in the day, they had the cover mechanic. That cover mechanic is still being implemented at almost every game now to this day. I can't see anything like that in this game, but it's done all of the little mechanics that have already existed in gaming so well, you know, with the exception of the bugs that have been happening. Um... It's just—it's a masterpiece. I am absolutely in love with the game, and I—I I can't wait to go play some more after we finish this podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. I got uh, one more thing I wanted to add as well. Um, you kind of hit on it too when you said that they—you know—they took little things that we've been doing in the games and kind of like expounded upon it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is what needed to be seen in order for devs like you know, Bethesda and some of these other places, people that make, even, I uh, forgot the name of the studio that makes uh, Dragon Age and some of these other games, but games BioWare. that give you decisions. Yeah, Bioware, my bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, decisions and, and, and things that happen in the story that trigger based on your decisions. This is how it's supposed to be going forward. There is no excuse for any other studio at all to make a game that's subpar because I feel like this is what happened with Fallout 4 you we were all expecting the next level of progression in terms of being able to make decisions for your character and da da da, da. and we didn't get that. You know, we kind of got a, a, a version of the last game that was with, I don't know, slightly better graphics and a couple of little minor things, but this, I watched a clip in, uh somebody's video. It was a random YouTuber. And basically, and this is pretty spoiler-free, uh the main character had got given a key card or something like that and got told to bring the key card to somebody to pay for something that they needed and now i guess the point that i'm making is that you don't know that the card that you were given has like a virus or something on the card unless you physically decided to just randomly open your inventory and look at it right but then that's what the person did and the card was bugged so because of that they also were given an option to take the virus off of the card before they went to go do the transaction the transaction goes south and people could have died, but then it was a scenario when he was like, Well, here's this card, they were gonna give you this virus, da, da 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 and they looked at it and they were like, Oh shit, no, he did wipe the virus off the card. This guy, we can trust him. And little tiny things like that, because you could see before it got to that point, there was maybe at least a good five or six different character decisions that easily could have turned the story to another angle. Somebody could have got shot. Somebody could have went off the edge. Somebody could have. That's not in no other video game that gives you decisions. So to the point where it's so fluid like that, bro. Like that is crazy, crazy. Yeah, that makes me feel like that's that's wild, man. Like you don't you don't get that. You (laughs) do not get the the replayability that I'm seeing with this game, and I haven't even touched it yet. Like that is is insane i can't see how somebody doesn't want to make like 20 different characters and just keep on going through the city like how do you not want to
0: yeah there's there's so many different things that can take place you know based off of obviously your backstory you know and then the the decisions that you made up until that point like you said that mission that you're talking about in particular like i know exactly which one you're referring to and because so again i did end up going and playing the corpo path because i was a corpo that chip, as soon as it was handed to me, I called the person out to say that it was bugged. And like mm-hmm. the the trajectory of that story changed completely because of it. Like it it and it tells you like okay, because you're corpo, this is what you can say. And there's other there are other spots in the game where if you've developed enough of a certain ability, like your intelligence or your cool, um, you get these different <clears throat> um lines of text that can either make your life easier or make your life much more difficult. Like if you're more of a like a meathead and you're really like strong or whatever and you're a brawler, like there are there's a there's a line of dialogue that you get as well in certain interactions where you just punch the shit out of somebody and get whatever it is that you want. And then of course you know it, it puts you in more of a uh like a fighting scene afterwards, right? But um it's just amazing how many different ways you can tackle a different scenario. <clears throat> Like there was often a couple selections that I had because I did really want to focus on my my whatever the equivalent of charisma would be in that game, which is cool. I wanted to focus on that so I could have more dialogue options and make things a little bit easier for myself. And I focused on that, and I I was reaping the benefits of it pretty consistently. You know, like there's certain scenarios where I'd have to say something to someone to calm them down. Um, I noticed that I was getting extra like. Lou, and I'm sure, you know, I don't obviously know all the different angles. So you, um Manny, you're playing as a street kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure there's different dialogue options that you were getting as a street kid. Um Maybe where, you know, you had to buy something from someone and maybe being a street kid, you got like a discount or something along those lines. I could see those scenarios panning out. And just the fact that, like, I know that each one of us is going to have a very different scenario in our gameplay sessions and obviously we'll get together and talk about it some more uh, really the goal is for next week you know if chris plays a little bit more and hopefully manny and i finish the game next week will be our big review discussion you know where there may be some spoilers in there just a heads up for you guys um next week but yeah the, the fact that we're all going to have a different game experience in this game is amazing like we're all going to experience a different story it seems like the story may end up converging in the same point But our journeys there will be very different, and I think that's awesome, right? right.
2: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. It's just, it's nice to have a game to get lost in again, man. Mm -hmm. Very nice. uh,
0: (laughs) uh, It's true, it's true.
2: Very, very nice. Very nice. I can't even think about what these uh DLCs are going to look like Mm. next year or whenever they come out, bro. Like, can you imagine what they can add to the city?
0: The sky's the limit. Yeah, the sky's the limit, especially with some of the the other mechanics in the game, like the brain dance stuff and like some Mm -hmm. of the the mysteries that you can solve. Like, man, yeah, I can see some some pretty crazy things going on, even some of the side missions like they they're just so much more interesting and they hit you in ways that I wasn't expecting them to hit me. I know Manny knows what I'm talking about on this one, because we we were talking about it a, a little bit earlier, but there's a, there's a mission in particular where you have to check on a neighbor. Um, you know, again, obviously we won't spoil it in particular, but it was just an interesting, interesting story, you know, and it's, I don't know if it has a, a different endings relative to the choices that we make. Cause honestly, I, I think I'm not sure many and I didn't talk about as far as what our choices were, but I think I made the right choices and what I said to the guy, but um. Yeah, it just takes a turn. It's, like, really interesting. And I, I guess I kind of expected, but, like, I wasn't fully sure they'd go there. But, again, just to understand that the world is that alive and, like, people are going about their day. Like, you understand that people are going about their day and doing different things. And, like, you can go talk. Similar to what they did a little bit with um watchdogs. It's like you can go talk to someone at a certain time of day and know they'll be there at a certain time of day. If you go talk to them at this time of day, they're actually going to be at work at a bar somewhere. Like, that stuff is cool, man. Like that that level of interactivity and that world building, like we need so much more of that. Like I want to see more of that in Fallout. Yeah. I want to see more of that in like every freaking game imaginable. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we definitely got a lot more to talk about next week in regards to our uh like official review discussion on it. But did you guys have anything else you wanted to add for now?
1: Um I don't not really you know i just can't wait to get back into the the world of night city
0: <laughs> all right all right <laughs> <Night> well <City. laughs> uh, once again next week guys we'll we'll uh give a, a much more detailed discussion on night city and, and cyberpunk and all that it has to offer so just be uh be on the lookout for that hopefully you guys enjoy your week enjoy cyberpunk um but before we head out you know as as we always do we're gonna let these guys give them a chance to uh figure out where we can find them. So Manny, where can the people find you?
1: Uh, you already know, uh, OnlyFans. I always got to plug that in. <laughs> <laughs> now let me i what even have only OnlyFans? But, <laughs> uh, of course, twitch.tv slash GoomasterFlex. That's where you can find me while I stream. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter uh, at GoomasterFlex. Uh, the only difference is on Instagram, it's GoomasterFlex underscore TTV. But other than that, everything's pretty much GoomasterFlex. I'm sure you'll find me anyways.
0: All right, all right. And, Chris, what about you, man? Where do people find you?
2: Well, you already know, as always, if you're looking for your boy, you can find me at everything at (laughs) M-A-Y-2-5-T-H-X-X.
0: On everything. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> and of course you guys can find me at uh, black ice eight on pretty much everything. Twitch, Twitter, uh, Xbox live PlayStation network, steam. Um, the only difference as always is with Instagram, it's going to be black ice eight underscore gaming. Uh, also another pretty cool thing that I'm going to be doing in the coming week is, uh, jumping onto the balls deep podcast. It's a Not exactly gaming related, but um, sports podcast with our with our buddies, uh, Devin and Javon. So shout out to them. Uh, So you can check us out there. Balls deep with Devin and Javon or check me out there, I should say. Um, We're going to be talking a little bit about the NBA season coming up. But yeah, uh, that's all for now. So thanks again, guys. We'll check you out next week.